More than £25 million is being invested in new imaging equipment across NHS hospitals in Wales to ensure they have access to the latest technology to help speed up the diagnosis and treatment of cancer and other diseases. Glangwilly Hospital in Carmarthen and Withybush Hospital will receive £4.5 million of the share for two replacement CT scanners. The Welsh Government said investing in diagnostic services across all health boards and NHS trusts will help the NHS recover and improve patient care. Cancer services will receive a significant boost with new investment in CT scanners, gamma cameras and X-ray imaging rooms. Health Minister Alunid Morgan said it's our priority to support the recovery of the NHS and this is a first step to ensuring the health service has access to sufficient diagnostic capacity to deal with the people waiting as a result of the pandemic. A man was arrested in Milford Haven after testing positive for cannabis whilst driving in the afternoon on June the 3rd. The man's vehicle was stop-checked owing to his manner of driving and was given a roadside drug wipe which resulted in a positive sample for cannabis before he provided blood samples once in custody. Pembrokeshire Road's policing unit said the man was released under investigation pending their analysis. New figures show that Wales has lost around 5,000 acres of county council tenanted land over the last decade. Of the total tenancies currently offered, 61% account for holdings of smaller than 50 acres, according to figures included in the annual report on local authority small holdings in Wales. The report covers the period from April 1st, 2019 to March 31st to 2020 and is produced by the Welsh Government based on statistical information provided by Wales' 22 unitary authorities. Authorities. As of 31st of March 2020, the total area of land held by local authorities in Wales for smallholding purposes was just over 38,776 acres, of which about 32,371 acres were let as smallholdings with a house and or buildings. The authorities recorded as owning the most land are Powys with 10,717 acres, with Pembrokeshire at 5,118 acres. Parking charges at Skelton Manor are set to rise from June 23rd. Pembrokeshire County Council's Cabinet recently gave the go-ahead for the increased car park costs at the popular outdoor attraction which it owns near Haverford West. The park has seen significant investment in its play facilities recently and there is a proposal to extend the parking area to meet increasing demand which will require a variation order and consultation. The Council has now given notice of the car parking charges increase which will see 50p rises in fees to three pound fifty for up to two hours and four pound for up to four hours and four pound fifty for an all-day stay the annual parking pass will increase to 25 pounds from 20 pounds councillors were told that the increased charges will generate an extra five thousand pounds which would be used in the creation of the attraction's new overflow parking area I'm Charlie James, and that's the latest for Pembrokeshire. Live from our studios in Haverford West, this is Pure West Radio. You cut out a piece of me, and now I bleed internally. Left it without you, without you.
cut out a piece of me and now I bleed internally left without you without you and it hurts for me to think about what life could possibly be like without you without you oh oh wow oh oh wow without you without to go I really wish that we could have got this right so here I go oh can't make a wife out of a oh I'll never find a word to say I'm sorry but I'm scared to be alone you cut out a piece of me And a very good evening to you. You may have noticed this is not Ben Stone, but this is still your Pure West Sports show. My name's Tom Dyer, and this is Pure West Sport on Pure West Radio. Welcome to you and good evening. It is Monday the 7th of June and it is Pure West Sport with you until 9 o'clock and we will of course be live from 8 o'clock with the team of Bill, Gordon and Fraser. My name's Tom and if you're up early enough you will... You'll recognise my voice from the early breakfast show. That's right, I was on your radio this morning, 6 till 8 and I will be again tomorrow morning. However, a tactical substitution to give Ben... A, a well-deserved break you have got me this evening as well for the whole two hours and usually I'm behind the scenes on these kind of things but not today you will see me live as well on the Facebook joining in the conversation and pretending like I'm one of the boys so I'm very much looking forward please do get in touch on our Facebook you can leave me a message it's Pure West Radio and also on Twitter at Pure West Radio as well what do you think of the Welsh team flying out to Baku, ready for the Euros? And do you feel that it feels like there is a major tournament happening between it being spread over different locations and also with so few people being able to travel out? I don't get that sense of buzz and urgency that there is actually a major tournament going ahead. But maybe I'm wrong and I'm out of the loop. So please do get in touch, share your thoughts. We'll be talking more later on with the team not necessarily about football but we'll be talking rugby the welsh squad have announced their team that are in the training camp at the moment ready for the tests against canada and argentina and also we'll be talking to matt bush paralympian taekwondo 
He'll be joining the team, as will uh, Ross Hardy of Nayland Cricket Club. We'll be talking about their fine form off the back of the last playable season as well. And also a little bit of playing in the rain. So all of that to look forward to, as well as some golf talk and youth rugby with a reclassification that has happened uh, in the last week or so. So all of that to come here on Pure West Sport. Are you an unpaid carer looking after a loved one? There are thousands across Wales, many feeling unsupported and alone, now more than ever. Carers Wales is here for you with expert advice, useful information, support and much, much more. And it's all free. Find out more at carerswales.org. That's carerswales.org. Carers Wales, here for you and all unpaid carers. <laughs> Witness the evil power of Bedhead. No! My hair! Won't anyone help me? Stop right there, Bedhead! Your reign of hair meddling terror is over! Freestyle, my old nemesis. You can't stop me, boyo! Guess again! Eat laser! No! I'll get you next time, Freestyle! Oh, thank you! No problem! When it comes to Bedhead, you just got a freestyle! For wicked trims, call Freestyle Barbers, Portfield Haverford West on 07827445589. Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club, our county, our community. Haverford West County AFC. The Valero Community Update on Pure West Radio keeps you updated with the various projects Valero are supporting in Pembrokeshire. From sports clubs, schools, charities and musicians to members of staff from Valero who volunteer their time. We hear about the latest community projects Valero do to support our community on the last Wednesday of every month at 9.30am and 5.30pm, only on Pure West Radio. If you miss it, catch up on the podcast at purewestradio.com. The Valero Community Update. Unlike some other stations, we broadcast from Pembrokeshire to Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio.
Good evening, you are listening to New Order Blue Monday there. I hope it's not been a blue Monday for you on this Monday the 7th of June. You are listening to Pure West Sport in association with G&G Builders. And uh, we're going to kick straight off with one of our guests, Fraser Watson, uh, caught up with Rick Walton, the community cricket coach for Pembrokeshire, after he's been doing a few sessions at uh, Llanry and Rugby Club, uh, Rugby Club, Cricket Club, where, of course, you will know Fraser is a regular, sitting on the bench for the first and bringing out for the seconds as well. And talking about the importance of the all-star cricket that has restarted in Pembrokeshire and also the progression up to Dynamo and what impact this could have for cricket clubs throughout Pembrokeshire. And of course, later on, we'll be talking to Ross Hardy of Nayland Cricket Club and just how important is the all-star and the Dynamo cricket to ensuring that clubs have got a hotbed of talent for the future. This is Fraser Watson with Rick Walton. Well, junior sport is beginning to thrive again in Pembrokeshire after so long in the doldrums for our youngsters. And no more is that true than within cricket. And the All-Stars programme has been underway. And I'm delighted now that we're joined by community cricket coach for Pembrokeshire. And that's Rick Walton. Firstly, Rick, we, we spoke on the show to Martin Jones a few weeks ago. was very positive about the numbers of All-Stars who had signed up across the county. We've had a record yeah. sign up this year. That must be great news for everyone involved to start with. Yeah, it's gratifying this year. And yeah, obviously it's lovely because um, understandably cricket isn't the biggest sport in the universe. We all get that. And so it's lovely to have really good numbers coming in. But honestly, it really is about giving kids, I know it sounds corny, forgive me, but giving kids a really lovely experience first time out in a local sports club. It's kind of bigger than sport in, in many ways, Fraser, as I know you understand. Uh, but yeah, feels great. Very successful. Parents have been cooped up with their children, for want of a better term, so much in these last 12 to 18 months, obviously, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Do you think that contributed to, to more interest this time around, Rick? The fact this opportunity was there and, and people were more keen to grasp the chance, to give their kids the chance to get back out there and playing sport and, and just having fun again? Yeah, I think it's a really good point. And for me, yes, absolutely true. It's probably been fairly central. I mean, much as I'd like to take, take loads of credit... But no, um, there is that thing where families, as, as you say, have been cooped up, you know, maybe kids fed up need to do something, got all that energy and mums and dads are thinking, you know, what can we do? And then seeing the possibility or the opportunity with the cricket. But it's also, yeah, but it's also kind of well thought through and marketed, if you like, so that people are aware, you know, via Facebook and social media in the modern age, all those kind of things come into play. But yes, no question, there, there is very much the sense of, families you know boys girls mums and dads are all thinking it would be great to go out and do something sporty now, we're a few weeks into the program now in Pembrokeshire. obviously one was scuppered for rain but it wouldn't be Pembrokeshire cricket at any level if we didn't have that every now and again would it but um but how have you found the children who have been involved how are they responding to it so far i know you've been down in clan Rian for the past three weeks and, and had good numbers there and, and kids being excited have you had positive feedback yeah, already. I mean, the feedback that I'm really interested in is is the feeling you get from the kids. Yes, you know, because um, and that especially really is. I mean, it's it's the nature of it because we're talking five to eight year olds for all stars, and that Dynamo is, is nine to eleven year olds. Um, it's kind of relatively anarchic, to be blunt, but that sort of liberating, you know, free spirited kind of fun is what we're ready for and expecting, and it's working that way. So it feels great. And yes, some parents are already. You can see. Some parents are actively helping out, and that's very much what we want to do. It's this part of the offer, if you like. It's a, 
get my mum or dad to have a really good hour messing about with their kids. So on all those levels, yeah, great stuff. And, and any clubs who, who haven't signed up who might not be sure about the scheme so far, Rick, what would your advice be to them? Because obviously we've got the Dynamos programme now, which which follows the All-Stars for, for 8 to 11-year-olds, I think it is. And that can surely feed and develop senior clubs in the future now to get these children more interested and, and to then create junior sections and, and junior teams as they grow older, which then hopefully will feed into senior cricket. So is the message that this is something which not just benefits the youngsters, but actually senior teams in the years to come as well? Absolutely, entirely. Again, obviously, we don't want to bully clubs into doing stuff that they're not ready for. And so there has to be, you know, kind of infrastructure. There has to be people who can lead it. But we often support with that. Cricket Wales often support with that. But yes, you know, to come back to the Flandrian example, which I know you know very well, you know, we've had 64, I think, children doing All Stars and Dynamos. And we've been talking really within the club about setting up a pathway so that they turn into, you know, under 11 cricketers in the league, whether or not that starts with softball or goes straight into hardball, depending on what they're ready with. But, and beyond that, I mean, this is slightly speculative, but it feels to me like that particular club is stronger all round because there is maybe a bit of a good vibe about it and they can feel that, you know, things are happening and there will be a real future because at one stage they were struggling to get one senior team. Now they've got two, two senior teams. Uh, again, I'm not at all claiming credit for that, but I think there is a sort of a healthy positivity about it and, and also the knowledge that, you know what, maybe we've got a bit of responsibility now to encourage these juniors and, and for, yeah, provide a meaningful pathway so they've got somewhere to go to. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more, Greg. And it's been great to see the images of clubs across Pembrokeshire and beyond, let's be honest, with so many youngsters out playing. And a long way to sure. good weather continue. And, and good luck with what you're doing. You're a fantastic job so far. And we hope to catch up maybe at the end of the summer when we're reflecting on a successful season of All-Stars, aren't we? And, and as we've already touched upon, so fantastic. It's for for you to be coaching again and for youngsters to be out there. No problem. Speak soon, Rick. Cheers. Our very own Fraser Watson there catching up with Rick Walton, community cricket coach for Pembrokeshire, talking about the importance of the All-Star Cricket and the Dynamo, 5 to 8 and 9 to 11-year-olds, and the importance and the, the reliance that clubs have on these schemes to make sure that young players get through the ranks. Coming up next, we're going to be going from Flanrian down to Tembe, talking golf with Matthew Mosley here on Pure Sport in association with G&G Builders.
Fleetwood Mac playing for you there on Pure West Sport in association with G&G Builders. And Albatross, in golf terms, three under par on a single shot. It's not often made on the tours, but Bill Kahn has been catching up with Matthew Mosley in the week, who who actually tells us how many holes in one he has had on the tour. And of course, golf, as much as you go around by yourself, it's actually quite a community spirit that goes on. And Matthew talks to us about the coaching that he's been taking on with all ages, and also the competitions that he's still involved in in South Wales and the southwest of England to to keep him keep that competitive spirit and to pass on to his new coaching clients as well. And to find out more, Bill Khan has caught up with Matthew Mosley of Tembi Golf Club. I'm chatting to someone now who's taking a rest off from golf because he's hugely involved in that in Pembrokeshire as a professional, let me tell you. It's Matthew Mosley. Matt, last time we spoke, we were on the sixth hole in Milford Haven and you were looking very comfortable there. How's the golf going? Yeah, it's good. About two or three years ago, I took a role in Tembi Golf Club, doing mostly coaching. I still play quite a bit, but now I um, service a lot of members, uh, members coaching, and then a lot of my other friends come down from Whitland area, coach them, and in general, um, a lot of clients from the Pembrokeshire area. It's going really well. So good. It's great. I'll chat to you about that after, but you're also involved as a professional in playing in competitions as well, because I, I don't understand scoring in a way, but I know you used to play off plus four, which means you've got to give the course four shots. I used to have to give it about 44. So tell us about the competitions. Yeah, so um, about five years ago, I played full-time and you know didn't quite go to plan as I would have liked. So I took a step back and started coaching. But with my PGA degree I took up a couple of years ago, it also allows me to play in uh, PGA competitions, mm. which are on a local region. So it's only South Wales and Southwest England. Um, they're mainly one-day events, but I really enjoy the competition. It's nice to network, see other professionals, and it's competitive as well. And uh, yeah. it really... Um, really helped stay in, in touch with my competitive side with the coaching as well it's a good mix and a good balance for myself yeah. I mean Tenby I always thought it was a very challenging course not that I'm an expert but you get to play on some well known courses then in, in those competitions yeah so any well any course really in the southwest of England and mm. South Wales Royal Porthcawl places like that yeah uh, I play Porthcawl kind of in friendly matches with some friends mm. but they don't host many tournaments that I'd play in. No. They're more smaller clubs. I play a lot of pro-ams, so you have a lot of members. Oh, yeah. yeah so you'd go away. I'd go away and play with uh, two or three amateurs and we'd have a round and then uh, have some food and then go home. Mm, that's good. <laughs> Tell me, I, I always ask people who play golf because they're fascinating. Have you had any holes in one? Yeah, I've had six. No. Yeah. God blame you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm on a bit of a dry spell, actually. I haven't had one since uh, 2015. Oh, so God. I'm overdue, and I really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you ever had one that's outrageously lucky? I saw one guy once hit the ball, it hit a bank, rolled about three times around, and somehow ended up in the hole. And I suspected when I was watching one lot play that someone had put the ball in the hole just to be wicked from the previous uh, attempts. Have you had any lucky ones? I had one lucky one. Thinking back, and I was on a path four out in Portugal. I hit three wood towards the green. It was downwind. It was playing quite easy, and uh, I thought I hit it way right. And lo and behold, about 20 seconds later, there's about 10 people behind the green. They all started shouting and clapping, and it somehow found, found its way in the hole. I don't know how, but that's where it ended up. <laughs> yeah, 10 used to be famous, one I? For the seagulls used to pinch balls off the greens as well. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your coaching then, because I know that's something that's fundamental to you. You enjoy coaching. What about kids? 
yeah i enjoy all of it really to be honest with you um kids uh we do quite a bit of kids coaching down in tenby mostly personally i do a lot of one-to-one kids or you know small groups of children uh coaching it's just it's just good to have a good mix of clients to be honest with you i enjoy all different parts of it you know really you know really good elite players and obviously beginners we coach you know and now seeing a lot of my friends uh, post covid coming into golf yeah you know in a, a reasonable to reasonable to poor standard probably but mm. they all really enjoy it and it's nice to see them coming down and giving them some help as well with their game we were talking along with Arwen, one of your friends, Arwen Thomas, and we were talking about the camaraderie that exists in cricket very much. Is it the same in golf? Yeah, I think so. I think um, there's probably quite a lot of parallels between the sport in sportsmanship and how people speak to each other and treat each other um, from different teams. You know, golf's very sociable, very friendly. Mm. Um, you spend a lot of time with a lot of different people. That's right. Personally, I'm very lucky to have spent a lot of time with a lot of different people and that's you know i you know kind of have to give credit to golf for that yeah. you know you know the chance uh, you know being in the circles i had being able to meet a lot of different people and it's quite interesting mm, it's good. been very very good well listen it's lovely to talk to you we could talk all day but i know you want to go back and see your whitland pals with cricket so <laughs> thank you for talking to us and we look forward to speaking to you again sometime you're very welcome Matthew Mosley there catching up with Bill Kahn, who of course we'll be seeing after 8 o'clock live on Facebook with Gordon Thomas and Fraser Watson. So if you've got any thoughts on what you're hearing so far uh, on the Pure Sports Show, let us know. Get in touch on social media, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, or you can send us an email as well. It's sport at purewestradio.com. If you think you know someone that might like to be featured on the show, please do let us know. That email address is sport at purewestradio.com. Now, we mentioned earlier about the all-star cricket and the dynamo cricket for the younger age groups. A little bit older, youth rugby has had a reclassification with the under-19s going to an under-18 setup. And Fraser Watson has caught up with an old teammate of his, Martin Nicholas uh, of Whitland Youth Rugby, to talk to him about how he's trying to counteract this change in classification and keep the numbers strong within the youth ranks at Whitland Rugby Club. Well, last Wednesday came the news that under-19s would no longer be classed as youth rugby in Wales. That would be down to under-18s. And, and perhaps the first Pembrokeshire club who's responded to that is, is Whitland RFC, who have now set up an under-20s to, to breach the gap between youth and senior rugby. And, and someone involved in the youth setup down there is actually an old teammate of mine, Martin Nicholas. And delighted to say he joins us on the Pure West Sports Show now. Martin, firstly, welcome to the show. And, and just explain um, the process which saw you guys form this under 20s side. Yeah, thanks, Fred. Um, yeah, well, basically, it's a, it's a kind of a reaction to um, the change of the setup from under 19s to under 18. And we just felt Whitland RFC, we had to do something. Loyalty to the boys and, and, and kind of making sure that under 19 group play continue to play rugby. They've been with us for kind of 12 years and was making sure they they carry on that age group, then the next, and, and ma- ma- making sure we kind of keep developing, basically. And it, it, it's, it's kind of the reaction to uh, the news on Wednesday. Was there was there a concern, Mar, that obviously if you had boys, you still would have had a year or two left at youth, who then didn't play it, and all of a sudden found they were in a senior setup that could be about daunt, could be quite daunting. Was there a danger that you might perhaps have lost them had you not gone down this route? Oh, no, 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 it's definitely probably most of them, maybe four or five of them, will have developed kind of mentally and physically it probably enough to go to senior rugby. But the rest of them still need that 
And that's why the under-19s is such a key. And, and to me, under-20s, it worked really well. With time, just kind of felt the time hasn't been given to us, really. So it's, it's just fingers crossed, and we'll keep it going and make sure these guys have an opportunity to play. What was your, your, your thinking on the original decision, Mark? Because obviously the, now the... You can eligible for youth at 16. There's been an argument in some quarters that 16 to 19 can be a big gap physically for some youngsters. Do you think this this is a positive step in that respect or, or would you like to have seen it kept as it is? It's a good question. I, I'd like to have seen it under 16 to 18. I think, I think it's good. I, I do think it's a good idea. But my only worry is, I think if you lived in a city, if we lived in Cardiff or Swansea, there's probably the, 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 a number of players or enough players to do that, I just find in West Wales, Pembrokeshire, do you know what I mean? We need three age groups. I, I'm going to be quite, uh, and I don't, I don't want to kind of be negative about it, but will we get enough players? Uh, do you know what I mean? We go to uh, St. David's or Fishguard or ourselves, we go and we might have 14, 15, 16 boys on a Saturday morning across three age groups normally. I'm just, I'm just, that's, that's the worry, it's dropping down the year. Will we have enough players? Um, it's, it, it's great. It's, it, it's a great in the sense that there's only two age groups, for the, especially for the younger age groups. Not that big a gap, but three. You needed three. We felt. We feel you kind of need that three ages to make sure you've got sufficient players, basically. Sure. I mean, on a more positive, perhaps outlook on it, yeah. Martin. I mean, we know yourself. I know you captained a very successful Whitland second team back in the time when second team rugby was very competitive in Wales. That's not the case now. I think we both know that. So perhaps this is something else, this extra year, almost for under 20s, that can breach the gap. For those for those players who would have come out of youth, maybe not quite ready for first team rugby and no longer had a strong second team setup to go into, they now have something else to maybe bridge that gap and give them another year of experience, perhaps. Yeah, definitely. That, that's a really good point. Uh, I asked uh, uh, one of the WRU reps, uh, brought that up. Uh, there's a, a second league or development league uh, kind of in West Wales still, uh, more kind of Slashley district. I know Narbeth RFC have got a strong second league and they're in it. So I think for the guys now who go into the 19s and the 20s, I think it definitely, they'll definitely put them forward to be able to, and other clubs, hopefully if they get the players, hopefully start back up a second side. Yeah, absolutely. Which is important, which is, which is definitely missed. Uh, Oh, certainly. I think second, second team rugby is missed on so many levels, and it both both on and off the field. I think. But well, thank you for joining us, Martin. And last question: Obviously, you are involved in Whitland Youth as a coach, anyway. Have you guys met up back yet? Are you preparing for next season? Yeah, we've just been trying to play some touch rugby, get some fitness. Everyone's kind of uh, come back after a year or so off, and kind of the boys have been sitting around playing the Xboxes and uh, <laughs> loving, loving life. So uh, I think it's been a bit of a shock to some of the lads. But no, we've been we've been back, and it's just um, more, more than anything socially. It's um, been uh, fantastic to see everyone and all the boys back and having a laugh and a joke on a on a Thursday night. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Martin. And it's good to hear Whitland reacted proactively to, to this news, and all the best with it moving forward. Thanks, Ray. Just one thing before I shoot off. Uh, just if there's any any other clubs out there who are planning to run in the twenties. If you, if, if you want to get in touch um, via, the, via the show or via Whitland RC, uh, even if it's just a friendly game, just to, to get it moving, um, or if there's any players out there that are looking, they're in between and they fancy a run out under 20s, get in touch. That's great. We'll, we'll happily promote that for you. Thank you very much, Matt.
Fraser Watson there catching up with Martin Nicholas of Whitland Youth Rugby. And to reiterate that point, if you are listening and you don't currently have an under 20 setup to counteract this change in classification of youth from under 19s to under 18s, then please do get in touch either with Whitland Direct, because Martin Nicholas is very keen for this to take off, or contact us and we'll see. We'll use the powers of PembrokeshireSport.co.uk and Pure West Sport to make sure that there is still some competitive rugby for those not quite ready for the step up to senior rugby. I know that I, for one, was would have never have been ready until I was in my mid-twenties to start playing some senior rugby. So to hear of these initiatives for those that are younger, that want to carry on learning and developing, and to keep the game alive, there's nothing worse than turning up to a match and not having enough numbers particularly now that they're getting rid of an entire age bracket there in that reclassification. So if you are a Pembrokeshire-based rugby club looking for an under-20s, get in touch. You can contact us on Facebook and on email, sport at purewestradio.com. We'll pass that back on to Martin Nicholas. Before we go live on our Facebook page, we've still got to hear from Ben Field. Bill caught up with him. He is the manager of Sport Pembrokeshire. But before, we're just going to listen to a bit of Samantha Mumba and some Manic Street Preachers. And then we'll have Ben Field talking to Bill Kahn to bring us up to 8 o'clock where you can meet the team live. Where we'll be discussing Paralympic Sport Taekwondo with Matt Bush. And also, we're going to have Ross Hardy of Nayland Cricket Club joining us to talk about the upcoming Olympic Games in Tokyo and also whether Nayland can hold on their momentum from the last couple of years and also playing in the rain, Fraser mentioned on the messages before we went before the show this, uh, this evening. So all of that to come here on Pure West Sport in association with G&G Builders. Baby, come on. We can make it.
gentlemen, please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent. Calling all actors, singers, dancers and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com Oh, <laughs> Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream. How are you, Bob? Good, thanks, Chris. Is it true what I heard? Yeah, we're officially the best butchers in Wales. That's amazing, Chris. Massive congratulations to you and the team. Oh, thanks, Bob. So what can we get for you? Well, Chris, uh, could I have a selection of your award-winning meats? Oh, don't forget to include a pack of Pembrokeshire's best burgers. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Welsh Butcher Shop of the Year. Providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for over 70 years. We're open for orders either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763387. Lots going on here at Johnson Garden Centre. Now we are open from 9.30 till 4, Monday to Saturday, and 10 till 4 on Sundays. We have supplies of plants arriving on Tuesday nights every week, alongside huge stocks of composts. We also have 35 crafters showing their products, everything from jams and chutneys to jewellery and greetings. We are a major supplier of flow gas, coal and logs, so we cover all your needs for barbecues, fire pits and caravans. We are also the largest supplier of paella pans in Wales, along with a huge range of wicker baskets. Johnson Garden Centre has hardware and you'll be amazed at the selection on offer from nuts and bolts to building plastics. Being open seven days a week, we are always there for our valued customers in Johnson, right by the station. Listen live at
Street Preachers with Design for Life. And designing sport for Pembrokeshire is the task of Ben Field, the manager of Sport Pembrokeshire, usually based in County Hall. You'll hear him now catching up with Bill Kahn and what him and his team have had to do to adapt to the last 12 months when sport has not been an option because of no gathering and how they've been able to get up to speed, digitally speaking, to ensure that there were still opportunities for people of all ages to partake in sport in uh, in Pembrokeshire. Now, they have got a big list of new initiatives coming on. And one thing you'll hear Bill Kahn talk about is the praise that he's got of them trying to spread their message to as many groups as possible. And Ben's particularly proud of the opportunities that they're offering for children aged 5 to 7 and then 8 to 10 years old because his team spends most of their time out in the different communities trying to provide these initiatives that the children want to take part in, which is... I feel quite a crucial distinction to here's your curriculum, you're going to try it, and you'll even mention a reference to Dodgeball. Not something that I ever had the pleasure of playing, but it is a great film. (laughs) Vince Vaughan and Ben Stiller. So Ben is going to talk about focusing on community spaces and hear what he has to say about the difficulties that they've had over the last 12 months and what they are hoping to achieve as sport and the world and gathering becomes more and more prevalent in our county. Everyone in sport has found it hard going in the last year, that's no secret. But I think someone who's found it harder than most off the field, he can still handle the stuff on the field, but off the field is Ben Field, who's the manager of Sport Pembrokeshire in County Hall. Ben, it's been a trying time for you, isn't it? Yeah, hiya, Bill. It's, yeah, it's been a testing year for, for the department. I get a testing year for everybody. Obviously, mm. unprecedented times. But yeah, we, we've found sort of lots of innovative ways of still trying to keep young people active and particularly lots of digital resources and ideas and, you know, just trying to keep people motivated and, 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 and keep their, their mental health and well-being as strong as ever, really. So, yeah, but it's been, it's been a tough year, Bill. I mean, one of the things I found hard is I still love coming into County Hall, going upstairs, climb all the flights of stairs. You'd all be there together. We'd have a good talk about what was going on occasionally very occasionally you'd make me a cup of coffee and it was great now though of course you're all separate is the wrong word but you're all there's no you've got all different working platforms you can use now yeah yeah you can imagine that really it's only the sort of um, essential staff that are in county hall at the moment reducing numbers things like that but you know the vast majority of our team are out working in schools and yeah. leisure centers and, and are back in our community clubs now which is which is fantastic you know and, and are working as hard as ever we've got a lot of community initiatives up and running now really just to provide opportunities for our for our young people particularly the, the younger you know much younger age mm. groups five to seven five to ten to just get them back active in the outdoors again so yeah there's lots going on but as you say we we, we do miss that opportunity to come together yeah, as a team right. and as a staff yeah. under one roof but i think the thing that's impressed me most over the last decade is the way that you now have so much encouragement for kids and you, you encourage youngsters who like when i was a f- young fella kids who didn't like sport because they weren't after and you do now every school's got people appointed to give a bit of sport on whatever they like doing dodgeball things like that it's great 
Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there. I think really, but you know, I see the role of the sport permissary department really has been as targeting our work and our resources at those that yeah. are inactive. Yeah. Really, you know, we've got fantastic P staff around the county mm. and and a primary school staff that that do a wonderful job of, of delivering curriculum sport and sort of mainstream extracurricular sport. So, yeah, we we try to provide the opportunities catering to the preferences of, of those young people yeah, who maybe don't important. normally take part. Yeah. Because yeah, we you know we know that it's healthy body, healthy mind, and and particularly coming out of COVID, we, we, you know, uh, keeping kids active and, and getting them back in the outdoors and active just helps that uh, that healthy mindset as well. You know, builds resilience. Yeah, I can safely say as well because I used to help you out a bit. The average age has dropped as well. You've got so many talented youngsters with fresh new ideas coming in. Yeah, we, do you know what, we've got, we've got a team department day on Tuesday actually coming up and it'll be the first time we've come together under one roof for a while and there are several new faces and as you say a lot of them are uh, fresh from university or, or full of ideas. New, full of ideas, yeah, real innovation and it's, and, and it's great to see, it's good, always had a, good to have new faces, a little bit of, we've still got the, uh, those that are experienced and been there for a long time but a, new, a few new fresh faces like, like Sir Tom Davis and Kimberly Roberts now who's our new digital development officer. Um, and we've got um, a, a new a, a lad who's working in Milford Haven Secondary School, Thomas George, as well. So three new faces into the team in the last 12 months. It's fantastic. The other thing that's nice as well, we're finding out about them, because on my website, Parishes Sport, I'm regularly being fed now from your department pieces of information so people can look and see exactly what they're getting involved, you know? Yeah, look, I, I, you know, we're really appreciative of the, the support that we get through yourself, Bill, and Pure West Radio. And, and your website in particular and uh, but I think the other thing is that our staff are trying to be as proactive as possible about promoting what they do and what they offer because obviously that means that the more young people will know about what, we, what we're putting on and, and are able to access those opportunities so yeah it's, it's kind of part and parcel of everyone's job really to, to blow their own trumpet a bit you know make Good. sure yeah, people know important. that they're there it's That's very right. important so very quickly what sort of new things are in the pipeline at the moment well, as you say, we, we could talk for hours <laughs> well as I say this, you know our, our main aim at the moment has been to just get community activity up and running again you know our community sports clubs are doing a wonderful job of, yeah. of you know they've they've had such a torrid 12 months but they're doing fantastic jobs. So we're working with a lot of them about safe practices, and and, and and then we've got our own initiatives running in in parkland areas and on multi-use games areas and yeah. basketball courts and yeah. you know uh, playing fields, just where we're trying to encourage young people to come back into some sort of, like I said, some sort of normality and physical activity. This is lovely to talk to you as usual, and you're still involved in cricket, so I wish you all the best for that. But thank you scored a few runs. <laughs> Correct. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again very soon. Thanks, Bill. Bill, calm there. Talking with Ben Field, manager for Sport Pembrokeshire. And after the news, we are going to be joined by Bill Kahn and Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas. The team are back together. You've been listening to me, Tom, from the Early Breakfast Show. Ben is he's he's having a lovely time, to be honest, to be fair to him. So you've got me from Early Breakfast with you. I'll be joining the team live on Facebook after the news at eight o'clock and also we'll be joined by uh, Matt uh, Matt Bush Taekwondo Olympian he's hoping to make waves at the upcoming Tokyo Paralympics and also Ross Hardy of Nayland Cricket Club talking about their form and whether or not they can sustain this through to the end of the season they are a dominant tour to force at the moment and I'm looking forward to being upskilled in my knowledge of local cricket because it's something that passed me by growing up on on this county, or in this county. So looking forward to catching up with Bill, Gordon and Fraser 
after the news. You are listening to Pure West Sport in association with G&G Builders and we'll be live on your Facebook after this. From Carew to Crimmick for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. I'm Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. Five new coronavirus cases have been recorded in Heweldar Health Board area, according to yesterday's figures. Public Health Wales data showed there were four new cases in Carmarthenshire, one in Pembrokeshire and none in Ceredigion. Across Wales, 92 new cases were confirmed, with no new COVID-19 deaths reported. The total number of cases across the three counties is now 16,154. That's 10,847 in Carmarthenshire, 3,513 in Pembrokeshire and 1,000 794 in Keradigian. <laughs> 